I'm in a photo me booth just off the Cromwell Road where I've been to apply for an Irish passport, taking my mother's passport along, which is a really brown and cracked old document from 1926 with a marvellous address, Lower Bagot Street. Anyway, thanks to that I can apply and uh, yes, it has a marvellous section, name, if any. So I did that and uh, I've tried to calm down because this morning I was just shouting at five o'clock in the morning, shouting like, no! And uh, I was on my own shouting and desperate. I was furious that I'd been so optimistic as if I'd been so optimistic I'd caused this terrible outcome. That's magical thinking and I did actually get cured of that or at least I went in for a cure. It took ten years and, and I'm not sure if it ever's, you know, right out of your system or, speak for myself, mine anyway. I was so completely boggled this morning. I went into the bathroom and I thought that it was, there was Boris Johnson in my bathroom. It was on my mind clearly and something about my hair, the fact that I removed so much of the pigment, the remaining little bit of dark, it looked very, very like his hair. Oh God, I thought I must rinse some bisto through this. And then I came back and I thrashed about and I looked on Twitter and wise people said not to call bad names and it was a battle lost and there was more to fight and other sort of talk like that and yes I felt full of love for all the people tweeting their anger and dismay and brilliantly articulate ways when I couldn't find any language any language at all somebody said they couldn't see the end of the no they could not see the light at the end of the tunnel and I tried that old Bert Lahr joke on them Bert Lahr being the wonderful actor who played the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz and he said something like the light at the end of the tunnel might just be the light of the oncoming train well he said it better than that but anyway that was bleak humour that I find very very relieving at this sort of time I met up funnily enough last week last weekend with Kevin McAleer, who's a great poet, a great existential poet, but he calls himself a stand-up comedian. And I can't do his voice, and I certainly can't do it here in the photomy booth, but uh, he told me of, of a time when I'd been so unfunny that I'd put him off his uh, improvisation. He'd, he'd had this idea to improvise with me, and... Uh, He'd started off saying something like, ah, there are terrible times, terrible, terrible times, and yes, well, we, uh, we got through them. We got through them in the end. And then, then we saw, saw the funny side. And apparently I said very seriously, I've never seen the funny side. But it was so unfunny that it, 
it really uh, challenged him and he had to go on. So he was telling me like this about the, the not seeing the funny side. Uh, I think he'd done the same experiment with Stuart Lee but said that was a lot lighter. Well anyway I wasn't funny then and I'm not feeling funny now. It does get tiring to be thought of as funny when quite often one just isn't. But I did wish to be slightly light in tone. That's why I, I mentioned Kevin McAleer because of course he is the cause of the best joke I've ever heard. The one where he said, talks about his mother. He goes, we're like chalk and cheese. And that's where the similarity ended. Oh, I love that one. Anyway, I, I, I was absolutely, absolutely sure that this week would be a triumphant week. We'd be absolutely clear that we were part of the croissant crew really keen to stay. I found a photograph while looking actually for my mother's birth certificate and it was of me dressed in an old Victorian dress as a bride in 1973 and I thought of myself as a bride of Europe, Europa's bride. Well, Europa's a nice word but that, the supermarkets kind of ruined it but anyway I saw myself as this rather heroic bride of Europe wed happily for all these years and then today I felt that happy marriage had been ripped asunder and I thought back funnily enough to Edward Heath that dull dull man and everyone making fun of him going round and about in morning cloud I can't remember if he was the butt of snobbish jokes but how how gentle he seems how liberal, how thoughtful. And I always thought that dull man mm, somehow promised more than croissant, sort of Latin lovers and Parisian excitement and strange adventures. Yeah, and people that would be somehow open to culture. We never felt very cultured. No, no. Pop cultured, yes, but not kind of steeped in existential ruin and adventure. Ah, yes, I do mean ruin in, in a kind of post-war intelligent way, thoughtful, bleak, unpromising intelligence. Ah, anyway, yes, more to be, more to be done, more jollity to find and I've done my seven minutes and here ends Audio Art Hole 9, number 9, number 9. Next time, number 10. Hmm. Contents unknown. Bye.